G'day listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the martial stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo, Paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves. Tales from the shack. Shack, 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 shack. Oh, no barrel. No barrel. Don't blast music in the car park. Do not blast music going up or down the stairs. Clearly do not blast music in the water. Music and surfing, like sack lunch taught us, don't belong together. <laughs> Great. All right, it's, uh, it's recording. Alrighty, uh, <coughs> a B. Stanley N. Yes. Howard. How does this uh, fine last day of January, first day of February find you? Not bad, yeah. Just got up early, woken up by the cats or the cat and the dog. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's swell coming. So that's something good. It's been a little bit crap. A few, but shit, we've got. It's been a while between episodes. I think we've got a lot to talk about. On the, no, we on we, the we do, we do. It's uh, it's been a, uh, it's been a hiatus of of sorts. Um, some of it enforced, and uh, some of it uh, due to life's rich tapestry. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Ideally, we'd be uh, be more consistent, but you know, like a. Uh, <laughs> You know, like a like a trip to the toilet in the morning. <laughs> it doesn't always come out the exactly how you want it to come out. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like an East Coast low. You just don't know when it's going to going to form. But I think it's a similar well, that, analogy. Well, I, you know, I, I always call my uh, morning <laughs> ablutions an East Coast low. That's for sure. Uh, some, uh, uh, that's some that's some that's some high pressure right there. That's a- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a pressure differential. Or sure. actually, no, I should be saying low pressure, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, wow, yeah. Um, and you've got some pretty maelstromic conditions at the moment. Out, yeah. Uh, um, well, Portu- not in the bowels, but out in the <laughs> ocean. Well, well, I won't, I won't go into the uh, the bathroom talk right now, but um, yeah, unfortunately, um, Portugal, Spain, and uh, the rest of Europe have been uh, are being absolutely hammered by successive storms, which um, normally would be quite cool. And I'm sure there's a few little sheltered spots, but uh, no, we're getting blasted. As as I mentioned um, to you a little bit yeah. before, uh, I think tomorrow at three a.m. it's three and a half meters at twenty five seconds, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> but but. But um, blown in with an onshore that would make you, that would make your toes curl. So no, it's um, it's pretty pretty miserable out there, which is, which is pretty good because um, my particular neck of the woods is under a hard lockdown at the moment. Um, curfews, Heavy. heaviness. Yeah, it's pretty pretty pretty. It's the deathly the deathly hallows. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah yeah, but uh which ultimately 
if the weather is shit and the surf is shit, it kind of makes lockdown a lockdown number. What are we now? Must be number fucking. I think I I think I heard the other day that um, this country is now in its eighth or ninth state of emergency in the last nine uh, ten. Wow. Months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it, it's kind of it's 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 warlike um, situation going on here, unfortunately. So there's yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's there are lines of ambulances waiting to drop off their uh, their cargoes at, at hospitals, and in fact, uh, just today they've they've God. just today they've said that um, they're sending patients to Germany and Austria, which is very nice of the Germans and the Austrians. So um, yeah, yeah. Wow. So That's thank all. you, Germany. Thank you, Austria. We love you. Yeah. Wow. Well, I suppose all I could say is hopefully we could just have a little bit of a diversion and, and uh, have a couple of hours of just inane chit chat. And oh, it could, uh, you absolutely. know, the listeners absolutely. are out there taking it, having a tough, uh, doing it tough. We can, uh, I don't know. Spin some well, we, shit and have a bit of fun while we can, I suppose. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, ultimately, uh, we humans are a resilient species. So um, I'm it's sure that we will live, I'm sure that we will live to destroy nature another day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> yeah. This virus will not destroy us. We will destroy it. That's right. <laughs> on our terms. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, um, Hey, can I, can I just, um, can I just have a little intro? Uh, the great will always soar above the medium. They create while others destroy. I love those guys. Love Never that. had a Um, so we are talking about the dinner party, the ultimate ah, dinner party, right? That's it. Uh, this is, yeah, the, the, I don't know. What do you call it? The, the fantasy dinner party where you can mm. invite uh, who you want. And I'm assuming they want to be there. Of course. Like, you know, well, they, think they... about that. Like, that, that, you know, people say, who would you invite to dinner? And nine times out of ten, someone says Gandhi. And I just feel for the guy. Like, he's up in heaven. It's like, fuck, i got another <laughs> dinner party to go to. Yeah. And, he, and, Smiths, and, you know. The Smith family in, you know, in Dubbo or something. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Well, and not only that, they, uh, I mean, the, the, the ultimate irony of all that kind of stuff is that invariably you've got Gandhi, who was, um, hin, you know, a Hindu kind of sage. And then... Um, Mother Teresa gets a fucking invite as well, who is a hardcore Catholic lass, um, you know, and maybe I don't know yeah. Winston Winston Churchill might cop an invite as well, who's probably I'm not sure about his, uh, he, you know, at 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 best he's probably a lapsed um, Anglican. Uh, yeah. So you, you know, people people really don't think about these things. Um, and whereas and, uh, I, I've been I've been overthinking it to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's, yeah. mate, there's nothing wrong with overthinking life um I you know suppose. we all we all we all do it in there uh we all wake up um we all have that kind of five minute period when we're 
when we uh, our souls um, wake up in the morning and uh, we're filled with dread of the oncoming day, and uh, <clears throat> you know think about all the all the things we could have done. Um, yeah, and there it is. But uh, not at uh, this dinner party, mate. This dinner party is going to be a blast. Absolutely, oh, it's going to be amazing. Um, there's going to be a lot of people there actually, because we've got mm. a few other people uh, contributed with uh, with a list as well. So Woof. it's going to be a cracker. Um, no, good. Do you want to go in a floaters we, we, first, though? Are we going to yeah, do some absolutely. floaters? Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, uh, so what, what's happened? Well, um, it's funny because I was listening to a uh, another podcast today, a podcast that I. Uh, I do like very much. Um, and they were talking about how 2021 is the year of the 45 to 60 year old. That is so good. I, I fit in that demographic. <laughs> me, me, me too. Me too. And I, and it, it's, it's, it's fucking totally right because the, uh, the 45 to 60 year old is just dominating the surf. This is surf. Um, I think, music, I think, I think music we can we can already give the the seniors um, the middle aged yep. and seniors we can give them the crown already because you know they've proven it time and again. But uh, certainly in the surf world, it's it's crazy. It's it's like fuck fuck you, young twats with your fucking insta bullshit. You can't even do anything. We got we got Pete Mel pumping into six sixty foot shacks. We got, I don't know if you saw it, but Nathan Fletcher um, was, uh, they did some stab, did some air bullshit. Um, and Nathan Fletcher busted the biggest air of the lot. And they had all these, you know, youngsters on there. Um, and, and of course, now we have uh, All Hail the King and um, Tom Curran just at 57, oh my God. 57 years young, just dominating. Oh, how good is free scrubber? I mean, you know, uh, you know, credit to uh, credit to the boys who mixed it all up, Vaughn, Blakey, and yeah. some guy, some guy pots, not 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 the pots, but um, pots with an S, a pots, a pots. Um, uh, is that not the sickest shit you've seen for a long time? Ah, uh, yeah. Where do you start? I mean, God, like you've got. Mate, you've got moss. You got moss worship. How good is the moss worship? That looks like moss. And that's really cool. Is that really moss, or is that just like something? Uh, I just, just the like. I mean, ever since like Citizen Kane and and Rosebud, have I never have I been wanting to know what a free scrubber was? Yeah, but I mean, how good is a uh? I mean, you've got Curran, just the enigma times 10. You've got mm. him playing his own kind of music along to his surfing. Then you've got a, an amazing sort of point break setup. I, I imagine very similar to his home breaks. Um, just those yeah. long <clears throat> reeling points. And just the standard of surfing from, as you said, 57. I thought he was almost 60. I suppose it's close enough. It's nuts, isn't it? Like, well, uh, and um, you know, because he's he's been for for quite a few years now. He's been pretty much entirely surfing this board called Super Dave. Have you heard of Super Dave? 
Well, I, I, I've seen pictures of, of this kind of like mutant uh, skimboard looking thing. Yeah, yeah, the, which is that that's yeah. that's Super Dave. Yeah. But um, right. fortunately, fortunately for for the for this film, um, he's moved on from Super Dave to uh, this crazy or a, a series of crazy, amazing, beautiful looking twin fins. They look so good. How yeah. How how much? How much money is Channel Islands going to make in the next fucking six months selling those things? Well, uh, you reckon that, like, because those fins, uh, they seem to be his um, invention, mm. those kind of flexi tip fins. I reckon they, they seem really interesting. Um, so I've had a similar idea for fins, actually, which, um, you know, we'll probably never see the light of day. Do but... tell. Do tell. Well, no, I want to I want to keep it under wraps. You know, no, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, it's, it's probably it's too hard to describe, and it's pretty stupid anyway. But anyway, I digress. Um, the, but yeah, like you reckon they're gonna pump out a few Super Daves or or this next. Um, well, no, the, this twin, this twin fin, because the I mean, again, I I was re I've been reading, you know, the 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 internet has been ablaze with. Uh, uh, commentary about this 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 film and rightly so yeah. because um you know i mean fuck it, it what is what is the state of surfing where your your hot shots your fucking your spawno dudes your young guns are being just absolutely floored by a 57 year old fucking savant um <laughs> who is riding all this weird and wonderful craft who is playing a fucking organ on the beach playing like yeah. carnival carnival music on the beach i mean you know talking talking to talking to moss yeah i mean it's yeah. it's it's mind-blowing stuff it's yeah it's it's um yeah it's it's almost hard to talk about because it, it's so i don't know it I think the way that I think the way that yeah. it's edited, the way that that Vaughn Blakey and um, Mr. Potts edited it is absolutely spot on because, um, and I did read something about this and I I agree with it entirely that um, you know Curran has been held in this light which is I guess obviously right he's 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 a he's one of the most legendary surfers of all time but his personality has never really done uh it's never really gelled with anything other than um just images of his surfing right i mean i would say i would say that okay searching for some tom curran is brilliant um some of the search videos are obviously brilliant but um i would argue that his his little um appearance in litmus was one of the better ones because it shows you know, he's not talking really he's just kind of he has that guitar solo in the mist which yeah, is that pretty crazy yeah yeah which crazy is, which is ab yeah, yeah. Abs absolutely mad and then there's a couple of sessions of him surfing in some real cold looking waves but just ripping it ripping it up and it's the same here he's not really um uh, you know he's not being interviewed per se it's all about him just kind of demonstrating mm. his his mad genius yeah yeah and I, I i think too like i just love how vaughn blakey uh, he's a 
I just love him. He's just a, a very funny guy, I think, but he's clearly got a love for history of surf and, and the characters in surfing. Absolutely. And so it's not, it's, it's a, like the whole free scrubber clip. It's irreverent. It's, uh, it's funny in bits, but it's also really insightful in, in a kind of a, a very, like you, you, you need to watch it a few times and it kind of just. Well, well again, I mean, I've already watched it twice and I will, you know, how in a, in a world of fucking sound bites and Insta bullshit and all this fucking crap, how absolutely refreshing is it that there's a video that you can watch multiple times. Um, yeah. And again, I was, I was listening to a, a, a uh, another podcast um, today and they were they were talking about how and this particular guy was talking about how he had a picture of you know Curran's classic off the wall cutback right um, oh, yeah and he had that on his wall for 10 years and he looked at it every day you know I mean yeah. those da- those days are kind of long gone right um, and this is almost this is almost bringing that kind of stuff back yeah wow that's interesting. Hey, um, it's, it's funny. Cause, um, big bad Bob Bain, Rob Bain, yep. little Instagram. He, he posted probably in spot, obviously in the gamote, the, the gamote, the gamote. Uh, and he posted a few Tommy Curran pictures mm. and there's a, the, the, that classic off the wall cutback that you mentioned, but there's another one in there. It's almost better, which I don't think I'd seen before. Just this enormous cutback. Um, which is fantastic. And can then, I, can then I, also, yeah. Sorry, no, no, go for it. Well, it was also just one of his old school Rios where, where he used to do the look back, you know, he'd have the hands in the air. Yeah. Oh, look back. Oh, my God. But the hand, I mean, I, I think Curran's hand placement is kind of second to none, right? Mm. Mm. Must have had a hand coach. <laughs> um, just just going back to that um, the classic Tom Savice uh, off the wall cutback. Um, mm-hmm. This this is I don't like to um, blow my own trumpet at, at, at any time, but oh, come on. my my <laughs> my favorite photo of myself surfing um, is ha, is taken by Tom Savice at um, oh Cloud, at Cloudbreak. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, um, so we, that's we were, good. yeah, it is. We went to cloud break. Um, I think we've probably talked about this before and uh, stayed on Nomotu and got, um, got some pretty fucking sick waves. And about a month after we'd been there, we got contacted by a guy who said, Oh, Tom Savice was in, I don't, I'm, I might be butchering his name, but S E R V A I S isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he was in the bloody channel because he films, I think he's employed by Tavarua. Um, and he took a fucking shitload of photos of you guys. And, and so I contacted so him and, and we, we, we bought a whole bunch of, you know, epic shots. So yeah, very nice. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that'll, I'll, Your- I'll, um, that'll be in my sarcophagus. Mm. <laughs> I was shot by Tommy Curran's photographer. So something that's like right that. yeah, exactly exactly well, but um yeah. back to well, current um i think he's basically uh you know 
going back to the, the, the 45 to 60 year olds, we are now in this amazing mm. phase where you've got these, you've got Twiggy and Pete Mel oh. and bloody um, Nathan Fletcher. You've got Tom Curran. You've got the, the, the dawn of the mid-length. I mean, the redawn of the mid-length. Um, people, yeah. people like us are um, surfing better, faster, harder, and more stylish than ever before. Yeah, it's uh, it's a funny time, isn't it? I, you know, I, I'm there's a guy out in the surf, a, a local guy, surfs a reef, lovely guy. I remember bumping into him. Well, it was it was about ten years ago, and he and he just turned fifty, and he just went. Uh, I think it's almost time, you know. I'm going to stop surfing the reef. I'm, you know, I've hit fifty. Um, and he's just turned sixty, and he's still surfing out the reef. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. I think like we've just kind of reached this this uh. It's almost like a collective uh, realization that you don't need to hang up the boots until you, you absolutely have to, like until you, you know, you carried out, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent, and kicking and screaming. Well, and and bringing it back to a non-surf-related uh, reality um, in this current time in this neck of the woods, obviously there's lots of people uh, getting toppled by this horrible coronavirus. Um, but uh, the the part of the world that I live in, um, in Iberia, they Spain and Portugal are, I think it's in in the world. Number one is Japan. Number two is Italy, and three and six or something in terms of longevity are are Spain and Portugal. And so you've got yeah right. You know, the, fortunately um we are living a lot longer and being able to do a lot more into into our dotage it's uh it's a pretty special time to be alive really yeah yeah it's good it reminds me yeah because i was thinking like what other examples of of doing well into your old age are there you know uh and and i think obviously talking about surfing and current but music wise uh, I was thinking of the old kind of blues guys in in um, you know oh, in the states. You know, B, like when BB King. Yeah, well, and even even when you know, so as blues was being kind of anglicised and 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 re reimagined by the Stones and and whoever else. Yeah, those blues legends back then, Muddy Waters and that they were they were already pretty old dudes then. Absolutely. But still, that was so relevant and so groundbreaking, you know. Yeah. Count, um, count Basie. But, I, yeah, well, it, it just made me also think of people like, uh, well, Nick Cave, I reckon, is a classic example. Like he, he, I don't know how old he, he, he must be. Cur- he must be Curran's age, right? Yeah, right. He's, uh, he, like, you know, because he was starting to write these kind of slower, ballady love songs. And then he was actually criticised by some of his old fans for going, you know, in inverted commas, kind of soft. 60, 63. He he's, turns, he's, he's 63. Yeah. And then he just turns around and starts a, a sort of a side project band called Grinder Man. This is probably 10 years ago now. Yeah. And just blasts out some of the most crazy out there, just hard rocking 
stuff that I thought like there's no kids out there doing that. No it's way. Like, no it's way. so good. And just to have the air of authority to be an old guy singing about I mean my, one of my favorite songs is is uh No Pussy Blues. It's just like well I'll put a bit of that in but like That's like an old guy just growing old disgracefully, I think. And, and as they fucking should, as they fucking should. And look at, and Cur- you know, Curran is not one to blow his own trumpet or to do anything other than just follow his his own line. Um, yeah. But but he is doing that extremely disgracefully because if you if you if you showed anyone out of the surf world a video of him fucking talking to plants they would think who the fuck what acid is this man on and that is yeah. just that, that's just that's gold as far as i'm concerned uh, it is pretty fascinating it would be interesting to see his you know his kids take on it though like well, I mean, yeah, he has and of... he, he's got a lot of kids i think yeah yeah i think he must um, have it's you know you know the funny thing is i was thinking this just today when i was Doing my doing my homework for this episode. Yeah, right. um, okay, you got your Pete Mills and and a few others, but there's that amazing and I'll put it into this episode that there's that amazing quote by Derek Hind in Litmus. It's on Looper. This is it. The game is on. It's those two guys. They're the best ever. But. Um, you know, the longevity of current is the, uh, the great mastery of the history in Pro Serpent. He has gone through about five phases without cracking, without becoming a basket case. And, and I would say that still to this day, those two are the best surfers for their age um, in the world. I mean, Karen and Oki. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Oki's still absolutely wow. blasting. And, of course, we've just... Curran is, yeah. is... He's in another fucking dimension, right? That's so good. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, I don't know what else to say. Oh, you know, uh, to give the, the young kids their due, I, I did I did enjoy uh, Wish I Had a Jet Ski um, by the, I think, the Rage team. I think they called the... Young Noah Dean and those crazy kids. So, you yeah. know, I don't know if you yeah. watched that. Um, no, I, I did see a little bit of it, I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, I, I think I've said this before, but like, once guys, like, I've got nothing against guys doing aerials because it looks fucking amazing, but I just mm. can't relate. Once, once someone goes above the lip, I'm just, it's like I'm watching, uh, I don't know. Well, it's like trying, it's like trying to like, understand quantum physics. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. And, um, just, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at. But um, that's another, that's another reason why the current video is so, yeah, 
it, it, it is so it, it's so important but it's not only it's not only turns it's it's the subtle you know mm. current he waits for the wave to present the little, present the opportunities right that little delayed bottom turn he does oh, on this, oh, oh it's oh. sublime it's it's absolutely sublime um yeah it, it, mind-blowing stuff mind-blowing stuff but, but the good thing about wish i had a jet ski which i liked was their last there's some pretty good rocking fast-paced songs in it but it finishes with uh, a go-between song apology accepted which is quite a mellow ballady kind of song it's just uh, you know for a young kids i suppose video to, to finish off with a, a go-between Luke. song is, is great and lukey short from lsd surf designs um go lukey commented, commented saying oh it's great to see you know he's obviously noah dean is his uh He's uh, one of his team riders. Um, and uh, yeah, I, th- I thought that was fantastic. I always, we should give a shout out to Luke because he stuck his neck out and, and gave us a shout out on his Insta feed with his millions of followers. Thanks, so, Luke. Thanks, uh, thanks, Luke. Go get yourself an LSD board and surf like Noah Dean. <laughs> um, I, I do totally agree with you. And I think that it's, it's interesting that that group the uh, the rage guys and um a few other kind of collectives are exploring the wealth of uh uh music that is not current right i mean they're they're putting some they're putting some pretty diverse songs into uh, into their into their edits um i mean obviously um what's his face from lost atlas and uh what was, what's his name that guy and that guy kind of i mean he he's kind of he ushered in a lot of this um i mean he did an edit uh maybe last year or the year before and it had the song um homo sapien by pete shelley you know oh this song God. fuck i love it's, that song um it's in my top 10 yeah and it, <laughs> well the fun, and funnily enough it's literally an ode to, to homosexuality um which you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, um, but that song you would never have thought in the past that that goes with surf, but it just went so absolutely perfectly well. And uh, I think they were all. I think actually the, the in that vid they they're surfing macaronis or something. You know, it's so it's hi-fi, uh, okay. it's hi-fi yeah. stuff, but it's fucking mate, it's fucking awesome, fucking awesome. Yeah. So good, yeah. All I right, think the uh, kids, are, kids are okay. The kids are as as the Who said, mate. The kids are all right. I don't mind the guys dancing with my girl. That's fine. I know I'm all pretty well, but I know sometimes I must get. Um, a look, wow. I don't, a look backs would be so far looking back that I don't even know if it's worth going for a look back. Do we do we have anything yeah, to look I, back on? I can't see that far. Um, no, no. So no. let's let us let us go let's go to let's go to dinner. Is it is it, it dinner? Is it dinner though? 
Or is it lunch? Well, I think. I think well, I, I actually think it's going to be a, a. It's a party, right? It's all a day, party. like a, a, yeah. a full week bender somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Do you know my um, fave? My fa- I'm I'm all about the lunch. Like in 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 okay. I, yeah, yeah. in 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 this country, lunch is the is the king, and yeah. I'm all I'm all about the lunch that just kind of goes until the, the next day, really. <laughs> it's the lo- the very long lunch. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So so the concept is we it's our dinner party in our minds, and we get to invite five surfers and five musicians. That was the plan, wasn't it? Exactly. Um, exactly. And yeah, that's that's basically it, and just see what what happens. Can I can uh, I give a can I give a little uh, a little overview of my kind of ethos behind the uh, behind the the dinner or the lunch yeah the yeah. event okay so I I thought long and hard about this and I thought well one thing that um, one thing that I have been learning um, very slowly uh, as I reach my <laughs> as I reach my uh, half century um, is that mentoring and mentorship and whatever the other words are, is yep. something that's kind of being lost in, in our society. The, uh, the, right. the, appre- the apprenticeship is, um, is becoming a thing of the past. People want to be there. The, you know, everyone wants to be the young hotshot without actually doing any, any work or having any tutelage. And oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So my guess personally with maybe no, I don't actually think there's any exceptions. Actually, all of my guests, I have um, chosen because they are the type of people that are mentors. Mm. And okay. um, yeah, and I've got I've got two quotes here to, to just lead us in. Um, okay. So the first is the first is by Plato. And Plato told us that we do not train a child to learn by force or harshness but direct them to it by what amuses their minds so that you may be better able to discover with accuracy, the peculiar bent of the genius of each. Wow. Yeah. Um, And I think, and I think that, um, you know, Curran is the perfect example of that because he has been able to demonstrate his genius through his, uh, his bent, which is just ripping the shit out of waves. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. And I've got one more. I've got one more from uh, E.M. Foster. Um, And E.M. Foster, which this is a really interesting one. And it'll, this is a little mind bender. Spoon feeding in the long run teaches us nothing but the shape of the spoon. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah. Who said that? That's E.M. Foster. Oh, sorry, E.M. Foster. Okay. I think he. I think. I think he or she wrote a room with a view. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it's uh, it's it's true. It, you know, I, I do believe that in the age of fast everything and Insta everything and Uber everything and fucking Google everything, um, yeah, we are really missing out on this kind of mentoring. Um, respect for the elders and fuck me with with this COVID bullshit rampaging through society all the oldies are fucking peeling off left right and center unfortunately. 
Yeah, yeah. taking it, uh, taking their unfair share of the burden. Um, mm, indeed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I had a similar thing where I think I was definitely going for age over over youth, and just just be well. I think we had a. I mean, obviously, we've. I think we've decided to choose people who are still with us. Um, yeah, they have to. They have to be alive. Yeah, uh, and so it's it's also the people that I think I'd want to meet before they they head off um, into the void. So yeah, I've got a few oldies. Um, so yeah, which is hit um, hit 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 me up. Who 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 are your musicians? Okay, well, can I can I just give you this? Because uh, I was we were driving the car and I was chatting to, to Mrs. B, and mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, look, this is the idea. We're going to invite ten people." to a dinner party and, she, and i said who would you invite and like she just reeled off 10 names like that and i went fuck i've been <laughs> i've been agonizing over this for weeks and you've just your list is better than mine um <laughs> so this i'll just give mrs mrs b's list of her dinner party guests yep for the surfers it's Oki, ross clark joan jones <laughs> laird hamilton which <laughs> well you know, ouch, ouch. I think she just wanted wanted a bit of beefcake um <laughs> Mikey Wright and Steph Gilmore. Ooh. Uh, yeah. uh, and for musicians, Iggy Pop, Yusa Nadua, Paul oh, McCartney, nice. wow. Belinda Carlisle, uh. and Lizzo. Wow. Just for a bit of, bit of fun at the end there. Yeah, there I, I like that. Um, um, uh, Maka, see, I would, uh, you know, no offence to, to Mrs. Bodger because I respect her... Uh, uh, I respect her a lot. Um, yeah, Macca, I would always, as much as I love Macca, um, I would go for Ringo personally. But, um, and oh, well. uh, yeah. no, no, no. And Belinda Carlisle is such an inspired choice because, mm. man, not only were the car, the cars, <laughs> not, only were the, not only were the Go-Go's so absolutely quintessentially um, in their time, but she yeah. then, you know, she then went on and did all sorts of rad stuff. So good. Mm, um, I love that. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's Mrs. B's list. And can I can I quickly give Shotgun Willie's ten? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh, he went with the Coffee Sisters. <laughs> I don't so, know how. Ha- hang on. Does that does that mean that that's like that's it? Well. Ha- yeah, that's right. I wasn't I think, sure. I how think there's, many there's, there were. there's four. I think there's four. So he's he's got one more choice. Okay. Well, I think. <laughs> well, anyway, I think he must have thought there were three because uh, we could. I think they're pretty interchangeable. Um, shopping cart, uh, and I had to ask him who shopping cart was. Uh, basically, it's the old dude on the pier in Big Wednesday. Um, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, some old legend actor. Um, and Jeff Spicoli. Oh yeah! Uh, wow, uh, Spicoli. Yeah, that's a good. So that's he a had good a few point. fictional characters, which uh, which is fine. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was a great list of surfers. And his musicians are Merle Haggard, Amy Ooh. Taylor from Amel Amel and the Sniffers, um, Blaze Foley, an old kind of blues uh, legend, Old Dirty Bastard, and Sylvester. So oh, Sylvester, fucking hell. 
I love Sylvester. Hey, can there I go. Go, going back to Amy from Amel and the and the Sniffers? Yeah. Um, I know that we've shared this, but uh, I would recommend all you listeners that fucking Sleaford Mod song with Amy. Yeah. Mate, I mean that's that's gold. And yeah. uh, there was, because, you know, I, I honestly believe that the Sleaford Mods are the kind of poets of our, of our generation. The beauty, yeah. of, the beauty of the Sleaford Mods is that they are so unfashionable and their, their, their sound is so minimalist, but mm. they, they managed to get on board some of the funkiest and most kind of fashionable uh people in the world i mean it's funny because yeah. my I, I i sent the link to the sleaford mod song um uh to my sister and then she sent back a, a whole photo shoot that amy from amel and the sniffers had done for gucci they're now Gu- they're all gucci models did you know that uh, no i didn't no. <laughs> yeah so amel That's and the great. sniff amel and the sniffers are a gucci model so they're they're it's it's the zeitgeist right there, brother. Right, right. there. Right. Wow. Wow. Uh, subverting from within, maybe you think. Indeed. Um, Indeed. So. Um, okay. So dinner party. How about your list. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so I had a few before we even go on to the list. I had a few questions. So where is it? When is it? Ah. Well. What are, uh, what are, what are we gonna what are we gonna eat? What are we gonna drink? What are the seating arrangements? And oh what kind God. of yeah what kind of extras are we going to provide i mean in terms of uh stimulation in well, a while not in a wawane sense <laughs> uh oh yeah I, i'm sure some of the guests are going to bring a lot of their own stimulation. Uh, stuff yes yeah they, they're going to have their bags packed and um mm. they're going to get a free ride through customs if they have to um <laughs> no uh, quarantine no quarantine for straight, these straight through uh, well, I was thinking location-wise. Um, I know the dude from Tame and Parlor had this sick music studio slash house in Margaret River somewhere. I think he yeah, sold I've heard it about recently. That. Yeah, I heard about that. I could. I thought that could be good. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, my, a, no, I, I want to go for a surf the next day after the food mate, all goes got down. Or, and and you know. and you know the the I think for the um, for the musos, no muso is going to complain about being holed up in Margaret River for a few weeks, are they? Yep, yep. You've got the wine, you've got the the food, you've got a, a recording studio, and um, hanging out with a bunch of surfers. Deprivates. Oh, look, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. 
Um, I uh, my alternative was to either be um, holed up in a Tuscan villa. Oh, nice! Um, just because Tuscan and villa are just two words that go so well together, um, and Tuscan is, you know, one of my all-time favourite parts of the world. Um, or I think we should just fucking rent out Nomotu. Yeah, yeah, I did think of that. Yeah, because uh, you know, ha- having again, having had the luxury of staying in Nomotu, um, if you had that whole place to yourself, it would just be absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. Well, well, we could just fly there afterwards. So well, that's true. That's so, true. That's true. Um. So, I just found out that Gary Newman is is a is a pilot. So I thought if we he, he wasn't on my list, but he could fly us from uh, could, Margaret River to Namotu for this could, for a sesh in his private jet. Mm. All right, so um, so here uh, is your list. Um, okay, so my music musicians are Aphex Twin, nice Neil Young, uh, wow, Matt yeah. Matt Matt Johnson from the the, uh, Kate Bush. Oh my and, God. <laughs> Have you chosen her as well? No, um, but that's just so good. And uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy. Ah. Oh. So, uh, so who 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 are you? Who are your five musicians? Wow. Um, mine. Okay, I got Willie Nelson. Woof. Um. So. Well, yeah, we know we know just... we know where that we know where the fucking we know yeah. where the mar- the marijuana is coming from. Then. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's got a crate coming Absolutely. in and shipped in well, and he, uh, he, he, he would he would have a private jet too yeah for sure uh or a private horse maybe coming on a horse <laughs> uh pj harvey oh nice um nice. i've been obsessing over one of her albums for a while uh, last few weeks um and this is a bit of a bit of a left field one but um this girl i actually don't even know a real name find out it's um she she went by the name of palm olive and she was in a band called the slits back in the yep. 70s yep. but she's just yep. got a fascinating kind of backstory and i just kind of like that whole era um absolutely whole punk era which was quite interesting because it did uh feature a lot of female um no you're right like Susie icons Sue. Susie Susie Sue. Sue. yeah um it, it's yeah um well, well fun fun well, absolutely. Funnily enough, because I originally had John Lydon down um, because I wanted someone kind of contentious and uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Con- contrarian. But then I thought, I kind of thought with my heart and uh, Matt Johnson, who is not exactly punk, but post-punk. Um, Matt Johnson yeah. is, it has, has a far greater place in my heart than uh, the Sex Pistols. Yeah, no, that's fair and he, enough. And, yeah, and, and, and he's also he's also that kind of contrarian, uh, he's, you know, anti-establishment kind of guy. So, yeah, he's very opinionated. I love that. He'd be good at a dinner party because I think he'd just be like, you know, you want someone, you want someone who's, you, well, you want someone who's going to fucking throw a got through few glasses of wine around and, you know, yeah, get a, get a bit antsy. You really do start a fight with with. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. With Laird Hamilton, perhaps. Um, <laughs> uh, well, interestingly, because I I, I I was going to choose Nina Cherry because 
Oh, because she, uh, she actually I, she was, such a, uh, I have such a crush on Nina Cherry. Yeah, well, she can come too. We'll sneak her in. Um, but <laughs> she did. She back up. She was doing backup singing for the the. I think early on. Absolutely, so there was a connection there. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so where am I on my list? Oh yeah, okay. So next on the musician list is uh, Jack Black from uh, Tenacious D. I just think we need nice, some nice, nice. We need some comic relief, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's just, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's, 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 he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is another sort of one I actually don't know a lot about, which is kind of why I invited him, is a 90 The Observer. Um, now, a, he a, is a classic reggae man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a, a contemporary of um, of your big um, hero, um Lee Scratch Perry, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 90 The Observer. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple of um, discs of, uh, compilation discs of 90. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dub, dub-tastic. Absolute dub-tastic. Dub-tastic. So they're my, they're my uh, musicians. Nice. And, uh, how about your, um, your surfers? Okay, so the surfers are um, Dick Metz and... Um, I know Dick Metz. A bit of an unknown, bit of an unknown, but um, Dick Metz is currently in his 92nd or 93rd year. And he was essentially the guy who invented the search. He, oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, he told uh, Bruce Brown about um, uh, Cape St. Francis and he, yeah, right. he, basically told he inspired um the endless summer he was the he had the franchise for hobie surfboards um and everything else in hawaii in the like early 60s and and he is one of the if not the one of the um proprietors and instigators of the surfing museum I, i forget what the actual name is uh surfing something and cultural center in in california um and this guy is just like you know he is he is literally the marco polo of surf and he's the last living link to uh i mean you know he can almost he can almost touch um guys like uh um who was the guy who made that board that ojo O dog rides so often. Um, that little, little kind of. Uh, oh, the Simmons. The Simmons, yeah. I mean, he's he's almost like a, he's he's like the last living link to to Bob Simmons and um, and all these kind of cats. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's Dick Metz. Um, yeah. My second, my Great. second, uh, second guest is Steve Pesman, the oh. founder, the founder of the Surfers Journal. Uh, equally. Yep. And we'll we'll go into more detail, but um, third oh, guest third guest is Matt Warshaw. Ah, awesome. Um, the four I'm cheating a little bit. The fourth guest is a hybrid guest. It's 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 Simon Anderson and Terry Fitzgerald. <laughs> they have to come. They have to come as a couple. That's um, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh given recent events my uh my last guest is tom curran uh, it was going to be actually pauline mensa but um 
uh, oh, and, wow. I know, I, and I know for equity's sake, it probably should be, but after after Curran's um, performance this week, I just could not not invite him. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Um, well, that that yeah, yeah, I think I think he that's uh, interesting, isn't it? Um, well, because I, I on a similar vein, I um my list of surfers, um, uh, Vaughan Blakey. Oh, and that was nice. that was actually before nice. I saw Free Scrubber, yeah, um, but that's yeah, just yeah. Added, added to that. I just yeah, I, I think I mentioned it before how I think he's just a funny guy. Um, well, you know, funnily, fu- funnily enough, uh, Mrs. Nermelston said that I should invite Aussie Wright, so um, I would imagine that, that that would have been a good couple. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that would be quite fun. Yeah, Aussie Wright was definitely on my short list. He uh, it just you know can't invite everyone. Sorry, Aussie. Well, that, um, they can they can come to the after party. Yeah. Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, well, he's in the band, isn't he? So yeah, he could, he could come. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this one is actually from the strength of Mrs. B. Actually, she uh she went out on a girls' night out last night to the movies, and they went and saw Girls Can't Surf. Um, now if you've heard of it, it's like basically a uh, an ode to the the kind of competitive pioneers, you could probably say of the of the eighties. Um, no, I've heard uh, about it. Surfing, yeah, yeah, uh, and she she came back raving about it. Like I was, I was half asleep in bed, just and she's like she couldn't stop talking. She's got, oh, it's amazing, it's so good. And um, she was saying Wendy Botha was absolutely hilarious. Um, being interviewed about about those days and and just her uh, not give a shit attitude. She, you know, she, but she spoke about the Playboy thing, just saying, you know, just totally kind of unapologetic for any of her what she um what she achieved and what she did um does she, sort of does on she, her terms does, does wendy live in australia or is she well she's south african i know she did spend yeah. time here um and mrs uh b reminded me of this i can't remember this but apparently she went out with the uh he's come up before the drummer from uh what was me not off. no bobby socks local local ah. legend <laughs> no my ne- my absolute nemesis. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, if that's, not, but yeah, apparently he appears in the movie like, uh, um, you know, just as a picture of her with with him. Uh, uh, and funnily enough, uh, JV, our uh, one of our schoolmates, is uh, appears in the movie as one of the judges in uh, one of. Oh the wow! Movies. Well, um, uh, the uh, the ex of Wendy is mm-hmm. still to this day the only human that has ordered me out of the surf. Did you did you comply? Uh, I, I, I think, think I would I, if I was a grommet. I mean, it was at it was at the south end of your beach, and there's not there's not many places you can go. So. <laughs> That's um, I think I probably went in. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, and I would I've have been, been I would have been literally about fourteen, so I think I definitely went in. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I. I I haven't been ordered in, but I've done a few preemptive strikes where I've just gone. I used to surf uh, Tommy Carroll's home break um, a bit when I was a kid, but we'd get out there before all the locals. We'd go super early, and then when the locals would come out, we'd just go, hey, you know what? We'll just paddle over to the the shittier the, breaks either side. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. 
so anyway, um, Wendy Botha, she gets a last minute nice. uh, inclusion for that um, reason. I like uh, it. Jamie Br- Jamie Brissick, um, yeah, fascinating like, character. Great call. A, great, great call. Yeah. Um, and I'm um, yeah. And oh, who else? Oh, so this is another one, uh, a bit of an unknown. But I was actually looking for, well, you know, our female. What did we call it? Love of a female planet episode. We were talking about obviously um, female figures in the surf world mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of any shape female shapers it just does seem to be uh, not a um, huge amount of female shapers that I could name for sure no. um, so I just I just uh, consulted Mr Google and this name was thrown out was Cher Pendarvis and she was actually a contemporary of um, Steve Liss Steve Ooh. Liss yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the, the, the Liss the Liss fish so basically she was friends with Steve and she would just hang around the shaping bay and end up shaping her own boards. Um, and so she, and to this day, I think she shapes with her husband um, wow. in, in wow, the wow, United wow. States. So she gets a nod. I, I posted a picture of her on a surf mat on my Instagram, just because um, she's oh, just I this saw that. image of pure uh, stoke. Can I, can, um, just just a just a little random interjection. Have you seen the video of that guy at Rincon on a surf mat that's just going at like no. about eight? Oh man, I, I'll, I'll have to put it on the uh, have to put it on the uh, tales from the shack Instagram. But there's a video that many of our yes. th- thousands of listeners, um, I'm sure, have seen. And this guy is on a surf mat at Rincon, and he's literally just overtaking surfers like powering warp past. speed i've, I've yeah i've heard about crazy, it crazy 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 yeah. crazy i have to, i haven't seen it. i was chatting to a guy on a mat out at the reef actually and he was telling me about it so wow to, um, it's it's mind-blowing it okay and my last <laughs> guest um is uh for some comic relief is jonathan wayne freeman who, uh, ah nice that's a cool yeah yeah he's 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 yeah. funny he's yeah. very funny yeah Oh, yeah, I like I, I like where I like where you're going with all this. Okay, yeah. so to dinner to dinner we march. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well. So, do you want to go into any uh, any deeper detail in any of your guests? Or absolutely. You, uh... So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll have a little rap about the musicians at our uh, at our table, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, I, obviously we can work out the seating arrangements, and uh, maybe we should let the guests choose their seating mm-hmm. partners but um maybe this is alphabetical or not no it's not well yes it is but um my first guest is the aphex twin and um the aphex twin is probably my all-time musical hero uh just because of his whole ethos his lifestyle his music his um subversiveness um yet his absolute uh, normalcy um and i've got a few little uh little anecdotes about aphex so what i've cool. done with all of with all of my musicians I've, I've chosen a top three songs and i've got a few little uh anecdotes about them but um so here is a little anecdote about aphex twin uh aphex twin was asked to do a madonna remix apparently she was begging him to do a madonna remix right yeah, and uh, and he said that he would only do it if she did an impression of a pig on the track, right? 
Um, and obviously, uh, Madonna was not yeah, right. too was not too uh, impressed by this. Oh. Um, so, but she was still that desperate to to get the Aphex to remix because you know he's he's a freak. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, and so she flew to London to track him down, and um, <laughs> Aphex he 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 did kind of give way, saying that um, he that she didn't have to make um, pig noises. Uh, yes, piggy noises on the uh, on the, on the track, but. The condition was that she recorded some noises with her genitalia, um, and apparently, apparently she uh, she agreed. Now I don't know if that's an urban myth, but apparently there's an Aphex remix of Madonna song with some <laughs> some noises of Madonna's genitalia that have, are into the mix. So how about that? Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> There is uh, there's nothing I can add to that story. I think that's <laughs> apart from just um, speechlessness. Wow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gee. So uh, uh, I, I, have I mean, to I'm, put I, that track I, in the mix. Yeah. Well, uh, wait. I, I don't. We will have to put that track in the mix. Um, and yeah, he is uh, one more little Aphex anecdote. Um, so when he was a kid, he would play the piano, right? Yeah. But he played the piano by getting inside the piano. <laughs> like mentally? <laughs> no, no, physically. So he would <laughs> he, he got into the piano That's and awesome. he would fuck around with the hammers and the wires and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um and, so and from that day on, he has had this um intrinsic link with, with the piano. And um, I mean in my in my top Aphex songs, uh, a couple of them are uh, piano based, but he has wow. he has an amazing affinity with um, Eric Satie, and I recommend uh, all, right. all, all, all listeners. Uh, I've talked about Satie before, yeah. and um, and and Cage as well. So um, yeah, he, okay, yeah, yeah, that so, makes sense. Because because yeah. uh, Cage fame or well, I think it was Cage yeah yeah basically he wrote pieces for piano which I think it was something called like modified piano pieces exactly, exactly basically right. he'd just throw exactly. a heap of junk in the onto the strings like you know spanners or whatever and yep, so you get yep. these random noises which which our kids actually you know maybe I don't know they might achieve Aphex fin Aphex twin style heights of um, fame, but they, we actually have a piano, which we've had for years, which one of the Bodger boys plays quite, quite beautifully. Uh, and we finally decided to get it tuned after 10 years. And the look on this, this quite snooty piano tuner's face when he opened up the, the mechanism and there were bits of Lego in there. <laughs> dead, uh, dead, dead sparrows a few cockroaches perhaps and he just basically said i think you better vac get the vacuum cleaner out before i even start here so that was pretty funny but so, so, um oh, that's yeah, really wow. good. so I, there is one particular i mean a Aphex has many an album but there's a, a particular album called drux d-r-u oh yeah d-r-k-q-s i think it is um and 
there are some of the most sublime piano concerto mini concertos uh, of all time on those um on that yeah album. yeah I'm, I'm, i know that one is it ab for all 14 that you've, you've um, yeah exactly, you've played there a few exactly. Times. It's, it is beautiful isn't it Um, yeah, so, well, that's that's a great choice. Hmm. Um, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, well, just a couple, <laughs> a couple of other little. Uh, oh, so, so when I first went surf traveling in my first big surf mission um, in Europe, um, on the day before we headed off in our Ford Escort around Europe, um, uh, I went to a Virgin mega store or or whatever it was a tower records ah. or whatever and yeah. bought, and bought um the analog bubble bath ep by apex twin so this is 1992 um and to this day that's one of my all-time faves um in fact it's in my top three apex songs of course um and uh, that and a number number of other things i think i've mentioned previously mr bungle um, they serenaded us along our uh, surfing sojourn of, of Europe. And, uh, and the very last one, we, um, we went to a concert of Aphex Twin at the Enmore in Sydney. And to this day, oh, wow. and to this day, um, Mrs. Nermelston and our good mate, Dano, who accompanies us on all of our um all of our concerts in in australasia we mm -hmm. still don't know whether he actually was there because he it oh, might have been it might it might have be been him it might well there was someone like up way up in the they had this kind of dj booth like way up up in the uh, wow. up in the heavens and uh, it could have been some guy it could have been an iPad. It could have been who knows what the fuck. But it was mind blowing. The concert was absolutely mind blowing. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Right. Um, hit hit me. Hit me. Okay. Well. Yeah. Look, Willie Nelson. I've he's on the top of my list. I I just love. Um, uh, yeah. We're talk, we're talking about age versus. Um, youth i suppose he's definitely ticks that box he's been around forever Absolutely. um so look i haven't i haven't got much else to say about him but he he kind of just embodies that uh free free spirit and and because he i didn't realize he kind of broke away from they called it outlaw country yes um and because Whale, basically, Whale, like Waylon jennings and, and these kind of guys right yeah, because I think they were just a, it was a bit stayed the 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 kind of the Nashville scene and and he was one of these that, that sort of broke out of that and he has he's been a you know kind of a, a vocal um, uh, critic of or you know uh, sort of a 
a fighter for freedom in, in various forms, whether it be for uh, freeing the weed or um, big freeing time. the... Um, big time. Yeah, or just um, even even gay rights and things like that. He's He's been quite vocal too. So for someone who you, you'd kind of pick as a bit of an old school guy, perhaps, you know, he's, he's um, definitely a free thinker, which I, I love. And he, well, he and, does and, a great... And interestingly, sorry, he does a great no, no, cover right. of a of a Towns Van Zant song with one of uh, Shotgun Willie's guests, um, Merle Haggard. So Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson did a did a cover of uh, um, Puncho and Lefty. It's it's definitely one of my favourite all time songs. Um, it's got one of the best opening lines of a song. It goes living on the road is going to make you free and clean, but now your skin's like iron and your voice is like kerosene. So, <laughs> um, and and I'll, something like um, that. That's probably not right, but I will stick that one in. Yeah. I mean, yes. the, this is the crazy thing about Willie Nelson. This, this is going to, to Dick Metz, my, uh, my uh, 93 year old um, surf guest. Willie Nelson was born in 1933. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, he he lived through the fucking Great Depression. I mean, you know, this is it's mm. crazy. It's crazy town. It's fucking crazy. Second town. World War. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. So yeah, um, and and my next guest is the one I've been obsessing over the most lately, just because I, I revisited an album of hers. Um, PJ Harvey. Now she's just, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, she, I think she plays pretty much every instrument that you can think of. And on her album, she does most of the instruments. Although she does collaborate collaborate with, with multiple kind of legend kind of um, people as well. But there's yeah, this one album of hers, it's kind of went under the radar, I reckon. It was called Let England Shake. Um, and basically it was a, almost like a concept album about sort of the horrors of war um so it's well, and, and, and also and, and also the the kind of the demise of england as a as a power yes right? yeah yeah well the, the pretty much the opening um line in, in in the first um song of the album is like the west's asleep let england shake weighted down by silent dead um and yeah and it's just it's a fascinating album and i've just been obsessed with it when it first came out i just well just multiple listens and i and and i've just done it again i've spent the last three weeks just listening to to this album um she's, this is a she, quote she's amazing yeah, this is a quote from um nme about the the album when it came out 10 out of 10 it got um and it basically says francis ford coppola can lay claim to the war movie ernest hemingway can lay claim to the war novel. Polly Jean Harvey, a 41-year-old from Dorset, has claimed the war album. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a pretty huge call for a, for a record. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, and this other review compares her um, album to to a the Spanish painter Francisco Goya. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Did, up did those up, kind up of against people up against the wall. Mm, yeah so um there's just a great um i don't know just a great connection between uh i suppose that historical 
um, no, I look. I don't know where to start. I think you just need to listen to the whole album. But well, like, it, it sounds. I've got, I've, there's an interesting little little aside. Aphex Twin and Polly Jean Harvey are both from the West Country of England, which is you know rural, blissful uh, Cornwall and Dorset, which are very Dorset, close to one yeah. another. Um, yeah. uh, and and yet they have produced this you know symphonic, mind blowing. Uh, array of tunes that uh just kind of defy description right mm, yeah yeah um so much so much talent in yeah i suppose apex twin and, and pj harvey are interesting because they're you just can't believe that one in, an individual could have that much kind of talent no on their own in, in, um, incredible mm, but um yeah let, there you go let, so, yeah. let england shake let England shake. Um, and famously, well, I actually didn't realize this. She was uh, she went out with Nick Cave for a while. Sure. And his song, his song, "Into My Arms," was about her. So there you well, go. and and still one to this day, one of her big collaborators is um, uh, Mick Harvey, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bad he's seed. In, he's in the he's a bad seed and in the PJ Harvey band. So good, so good. So who Whew. else you got in your? Uh, your okay, list there? so um, and and the uh, we will post our um, top songs by each of these uh, artists. Um, my number two uh, musician. Actually, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to um, surf. So uh, Dick Metz is my number one surf dude, and um, I I thoroughly recommend all of you to listen to a there's a three part series of surf splendor podcasts with uh, oh wow with, with david lee scales and he interviews dick metz about his whole life and it's just like the most amazing adventure story that you've ever heard in your life and this guy wow. as i as i said is in his 90s and he's a free spirit he still to this day rides motorbikes he, uh, I don't think he surfs anymore, but he, he, like he either, he, I don't think he's, I don't think he sups either, but he canoes or something. Um, he still goes on uh, holidays up to Vermont, no, not Vermont, to uh, Montana or Wyoming or somewhere like this with, um, uh, what's his name? Hobie, I think it's Hobie um yeah, hobie right. alter you know who invented basically um everything uh and this guy is just the ultimate trailblazer um and essentially the preserver of the faith and the the instigator of the search you know i mean wow. we we all we would all like to be on the search and um uh, I think that the search these days is, is limited to, I'm sure there are still Pacific islands that you could search. And uh, it seems to me that people are blazing trails into Antarctica and the Arctic and all these kind of places. But, yeah. but, but realistically, I mean, Dick Metz did this in the, in the fifties and sixties and, you know, turned up to places um, and, you know, uh, with nothing more than the will to have fun. I mean, you should listen to this guy. He's 
as I said, he's in his 90s and he, all he talks about is getting pissed, searching for, searching for girls, wanting to fuck girls, wanting to have uh, big nights out and stuff and adventures along the way. And it's, it's just really quite incredible. So um, we, I think my personal view as a as a society particularly in the west it's it's a little less i mean I, I i guess i live in the west but it's it's kind of the the latin west which is a little bit different but yeah. i do i do believe in the west we've kind of um uh, we've pushed old people aside and we don't oh, for sure we don't give them the credit that they deserve and um this kind of a a, a an amazing soul like like him deserves to be uh, lauded and uh, and shared. Yeah, that's um a great sentiment. I think yeah, I think yeah. Wow, I definitely will listen to that uh, podcast about. No, do 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 so. It's it's it, but it's and it's like freaking five hours of um just epic epic fun. And the guy is, I mean, he literally is like, if you ever make it. I mean, if, if I make it within 20 years of his age now, I would hope, hope, hope that I'm half as vibrant as this guy. He's just, he's the most vibrant, youthful, just energetic dude. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. That's great. Who's awesome. your, who's your, who's your, who was your first surfer? My first surfer was Vaughn Blakey. Um, sort of the opposite end of the Dick Met spectrum, maybe, but he's, uh, age-wise but i suppose vaughn must be getting getting a little bit older he's not a young he's not a kid anymore but he, he right, was a he, he, he'd, he'd be well, he'd be start, wasn't he? mid 40s i guess would he yeah maybe uh but like he he started out super young i think with i think it might have been waves or tracks yeah. perhaps yeah waves um, or, uh, maybe tracks yeah 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 but yeah so he's for for a relatively young guy he's got quite a lot of surf history and knowledge um for sure but yeah i i just i think you know i touched on well the fact that he made that uh, free scrubber and just Oof. his sense of not sense of humor sense of fun but also an artistic sense wrapped into that i think yeah. um yeah. he uh, well, and a, and a, and a, and a no holds you know no holds barred yeah 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 uh, i do uh, I do love, uh, you know, listening to uh, Ain't That Swell and the difference between him and um, um, Jed. Smivy. Jed. Uh, Jed is obviously uh, one of these, you know, you need your Jeds of the world to get angry and to get cynical and to get, <laughs> uh, stick it to the man. But I, I think if I'm, I'm probably, if I was going to, say who I'm more like, I think I'm, I'm more of a Vaughn Blakey than a Jed Smith kind of guy, I suppose. So I kind of well, it's, it's, half it's, full kind of guy. And, and my, my comment, as much as I, I love Smithy, he's, he's of course, he's a fucking, he's an absolute classic, but uh, it, it, I, I do wonder how often he is kind of alienating half of his audience when he goes on this rants about how everyone's <laughs> everyone's got to be a fucking working class fucking tradesman or else they're kind of worthless you know it's like um, I don't know if you yeah. realize but but probably half of your audience are not tradies and um, you know 
well, yeah, it's it's all it's all well and good slinging mud, but um, you know, not everyone does that. Well, you know, and for some of us who who actually do work for corporations, sometimes <laughs> yes, indeed, they are an, a necessary evil, perhaps they uh, are, and and you know, even even so those, I can eat. and that's right, and even those who who may have uh, steered their life away from corporations, they they can you know pretty much all of us have one or two evil corporations in our past that um, have sustained us for large large parts of our our existence you know yeah but but yeah but uh yeah we gotta love smoothie but yeah Vaughn, i just yeah like well you know um and it, you know he's got a musical edge too he's uh, you know front man for the goons of doom so yep. it, and and i i do like I don't know if he always chooses the songs. I don't know who's behind the song choices, um, but obviously Tom Curran did a lot of his own stuff on on Free Scrubber. But there's also a couple of songs from his band I don't know too much about called the Israeli Chicks. Yeah, um, yep. I believe they're an Aussie young Aussie band. They, I, I enjoyed them. Um, so now I think he'll be he'll be fun. He'll be super fun. Right, um, and, and um, I would imagine uh hopefully i mean i'm going to be bringing a few drugs but i would have, hopefully vorno would bring a few drugs as well so we could compare drugs yeah i yeah i'm gonna be it's funny like even though it's a fantasy i'm not you know i'm i'm a pretty straighty 180 drug wise so i'm gonna be it's gonna be interesting in how i'm gonna take it am i just gonna <laughs> cut loose or am i just gonna sit back and watch it um so we'll see we'll see what we'll see what current brings to the table <laughs> I, I just i think just sitting back watching it is going to be mind-blowing enough um, i know for sure you know i don't want to miss anything um there were some people i i would like to have invited but i thought they're just going to be so awkward sitting quietly um you know someone like morrissey i thought would have been fun you know <laughs> i don't think morrissey um, I th- as, as much as I respect and love uh, Moza, I think he would probably not take up the invite personally. Um, I can't Even imagine. A... I, I can't imagine it. I, I, I just can't imagine he's probably knitting with yeah. his mother. I think his mum's. St- I think his mum's still alive. He's, he's definitely a mummy's boy. Um, yeah. I, I would imagine. Uh, that he, you know, or because he's also he's Me also a bit. <laughs> he's also. Um, fairly uh severely right wing as well right uh maybe maybe mm, he's, um, he, he, yeah. he's he he's um he's on record as saying some pretty pretty radical yeah. uh pretty yeah, radical yeah. kind of populist stuff yeah he's, mm. a, he's a prickly character so Go who on. else you got there on your list okay so uh, um i'm going number two on the music is neil young um, of course, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep this kind of. Um, I'll keep this quick. Um, why is he coming? He's coming because of his place in the uh, the the pantheon of of, of rock. Um, he's definitely um, in my mind, and a lot of people's minds. He's he's up there. Um, he's coming because of his voice, and, and that's not just his sing. That's not just his singing voice. That's I would just love to hear him talk at the dinner table because he's just got such a most, he's, he's just got the most beautiful gravelly Canadian rural voice. It's just, 
it's go- yep. gorgeous. Um, his sideburns, um, they could yep. have they could have a place at the table, all all of their own. Um, uh, Neil Young makes me cry. Um, hopefully not at the dinner table, but um, he yeah, uh, you've got to believe that not only does Neil Young have a huge career as a solo artist, we're talking Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and that is mind blowing. And even before Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, um, he was in the, oh fuck, my brain's not working now. Uh, Another band. Dusty Spring. No, no. Dusty, Dusty yeah, Dust. yeah, no, um, yeah, no, not Dusty no, Springfield. Buffalo Springfield. Sorry, Buffalo Springfield. <laughs> ah, Springfield exactly, is, uh, Bu- Buffalo Springfield. Exactly right. I mean, this Dusty is... Springfield is like a pro surfer. Uh, no, Dusty Springfield was son of a preacher man. You see, <laughs> was. Dusty Payne. Oh, a lot of Dusties Dusty, out there. Dusty Payne. Um, Dusty yeah, Payne can go suck a fucking cock. Um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> uh, and um, just two little, two little um, vignettes. Uh, the album cover from After the Gold Rush is something for me that was just a seminal uh, image in my upbringing, and I don't know why. I and I'll so walking little... down the street or something. Yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like this gold and black kind of distorted mm. image. Um, I lived in Armadale for a time yes um yeah I was not studying and I was living with a bunch of people who were also not studying and I might have been I may well have been selling drugs um but that's just hearsay um to sustain my existence but I do recall that I went to the Armadale record shop and bought Neil Young's After the Gold Rush on CD. And uh, that was my theme theme album for a good six month period of living in rural Australia. Uh, and yeah, fuck. And on that album, um, uh, there are a couple of songs, but there's one song called When You Dance. And it's all about how uh, when you dance, you basically that is when you are at your purest. That's when you, if you are in the moment of dancing, you can really love. Um, and it's, wow. yeah. Mm. So, and, and there's also another song called Cripple Creek Ferry, which is just a, a just a great dainty little um, kind of uh, banjo, banjo song. Nice. So yeah, uh, Neil Young makes me cry. And I think I've already mentioned that um, I went to a Neil Young concert with my father and he, yes. yeah. In the mosh pit. In the mosh pit. But um, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but we, me and my old man smoked a joint um, before the concert. And then we, we caught a bus to the concert. It was like an old school bus. And uh, um it was like it's perfect afternoon the sun was coming through the windows and we were in this old school bus going to a neil young concert it was like it was like going to woodstock or something it was it was really yeah. really fucking fucking cool yeah so i do recommend you smoke a joint before you see neil young because it it helps 
<laughs> especially wow. if you especially if you smoke it with your old man which is very funny yeah wow i, I have wow. i haven't smoked you know my old man i haven't smoked pot with him that much i mean he he used to smoke before he had kids but um as as a as an adult um a few times we've we've smoked and uh it's always been a, a blast wow wow well yeah well i yeah i don't think that's gonna happen with me or my old man again <laughs> but uh but yeah the, the only time yeah i i think there's nothing well yeah, no, drug stories can can get a bit uh tiresome but i've only really got one and involves my brother-in-law's um, cookies and Radiohead, which just you know you do not want to listen to Radiohead when you're feeling very paranoid and and disconnected from your body. But um, I, that's another story. Can I just say something? This is, I mean, music and life are are amazing. Uh, there's these intricacies of music and life, but I have totally been obsessing over the last two weeks with In Rainbows. Ah, it's, right. For me, it's, you know, I know that OK Computer and the bands are just, you know, the, the, the lauded albums. But for me, without a shadow of a doubt, In Rainbows is the best mm. fucking Radiohead okay. album. Yeah. yeah, right. I haven't given it much uh, airplay, Oof. so I might have to. Yeah, um, please do. Uh, yeah, but back to Neil Young. I just, uh, the one thing I love about Neil Young is his guitar playing. Well, not the one thing, but he, it's... um. It's so it's abrasive. Amongst, yeah, I, mean, I I was a bit getting a bit into trying to learn the guitar back in the day, and I've pretty much just kind of realised I'm shit at it. But I still have a crack. But I used to buy these magazines, you know, to try and help learn guitar. And there was always a few Neil Young songs, and you'd always see these comments from people writing in the letters saying Neil Young's a shit guitar player. And um, but what they didn't get was just how how he might not have been the the most technically gifted or, or proficient but every note that he plays i reckon is has a purpose it says something if you know what i yeah, mean yeah absolutely and and, be... and it's it's so it it's it's like on edge every note's just like fucking mm. raw it's so raw right yeah that's right it's like every it, cinnamon girl he oh. does a one note guitar solo it's just the one note and like only neil young i think could could pull it off where he just just this one note repeated it's like well that's just fucking genius like and, well, um, and, and and how abrasive is the uh is the guitar solo in southern man well yeah this this oh. just got uh Fucking uh, to, like I said, to die for, to die for. Yeah, I, I actually him and Dinosaur Junior as well. I, I think Jay Massix. He probably does a guitar solo every time, but it's always uh, like it's not superfluous. It actually says something, you know. No, exactly. exactly. Um, it might <laughs> just yeah. But anyway, so Neil Young is just. Whew, He's going to be a good. He's going to be a good. Uh, and he's a he's a little bit bristly as well. I, I don't think he'll be the yeah, most. Ple- that's he'll, good. He'll give as yeah. much as he gets. That's for sure. All right. For who sure. who who's up for you then? Uh let's see. Well, I've I've done Vaughny. I've done Wendy. Both are. I don't I don't have a lot that I know about her to be honest. But I think yeah, just on Mrs B's recommendation, I think. She oh, I'm going for done. that. I'm going for that for sure. Um, 
Jamie Brissick, I think, is next on the list. Music, <sighs> oh, sorry. And he's, well, yeah, look, got the level of, of intelligence in his, in his writing and his sort of reflectiveness and his yeah. sort of ability to... Totally, totally. Um, I think he brings himself into a lot of the stories he writes in a good way, if you know what I mean. Um, the, the, I, I, the, I, th I think he's actually, sorry to interrupt, I think he's actually uh, mastered he more than mm. anyone that, I mean, my experience is not that great, but more than anyone I've ever seen on Instagram, he has mastered the Insta because yeah. he's, he's used the Instagram as a kind of mirror for his his internal conversations and it's just it's so brilliant that's great. right yeah 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 um and i think i said this before he, he said he uses uh instagram as, as kind of like a writing tool where he just um he doesn't want to have a, a filter he just um he just writes what he thinks and and puts it out there mm. um and it has this effect of um uh, yeah like it's it's just a writing style that you just very rarely see definitely don't see on instagram very often but um no. yeah it's just this short form free freewheeling kind of um writing so this i just love this one this is uh him writing about his uh, mid-length surfboard he saw his seven foot zero inch channel island mid-length as much more than the wings that would fly him above the layoff the foreclosure, the repo of the BMW that took Katie's latest boy toy, gave him what they, uh, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, that look Katie's latest boy toy gave him when they did the kid's handoff. He saw it as the reincarnation of Skippy, the bouncy cocker spaniel of his childhood. He's a, uh, he's... And, it, and it goes, this is, because mm. uh, he spent a lot of time on the Northern Beaches actually, and I, I, I never was really aware of him when I was surfing. I know Roscoe P. Coltrane remembers seeing him out in the surf and, and ripping. Um, yeah. But he did work for a time at Tracks. And this is a great quote from Andrew Kidman about his time at Tracks. Um, so this is Kidman talking about Brissick. Um, he'd come in, this is Brissick, he'd come in, sort a few photos, sleep under the desk, chat up the good looking secretaries around the office, and then tell me he was going home. It was hilarious. He'd write some stuff for the magazine, always drug-fueled stream of consciousness stuff. <laughs> then, later on, he's described as, Brissick is part Lou Reed, part New York City man, a dash of Towns Van Zandt, and still a sliver of that clenched fist at athlete with stiff little fingers swirling around in his head. <laughs> Jamie used his surfing, his talent, and the interest it garners in people and he leveraged that into living the most interesting life he could possibly lead. That's so awesome. I think that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, but so, I, I, I want him there. I want him there for sure. Yeah, he's in. Um, is Matt Johnson from The The. And uh, I, I would describe Matt Johnson as the erudite contrarian. And... Um, as such, as I mentioned before, he's he's he takes the place of Johnny Rotten, and I'm I'm a few little little points. The the are my lifeline. I, I consider the the to be um, when I need resuscitation, I go to the the and the yeah, the right. give, give me resuscitation. Um, 
ironically, Matt Johnson is a surfing legend because, of course, Matt Johnson was the star of uh, Big Wednesday. Big Wednesday. Not yeah. this Matt. Not this Matt. Jo- Matt Johnson, but um, nonetheless, uh, Infected. The album Infected was the first album that ever, the whole album, Matt Johnson made music videos for every song on the album and released oh, it as wow. released it as a whole kind of album of uh, of music videos, which is quite quite incredible. And yeah, um, and my my year twelve major work was completely influenced by uh, the the Mind Bomb. Which, oh. uh, yeah, wow. out of what, out of control. Was that a, was that a painting? Was uh, that it was a... a it was a series of paintings. One of which was like a kind of crucifixion style. Uh, yeah, it was it was a series, but it, it was it was kind of drawings that were done in uh, gouache, and then around around each drawing slash painting, there was. It was there were lyrics written all around them, and a lot of the lyrics were uh, were the the. Um, but I just want to play, not play. I will play it, but I'm just going to say a little um, a little bit of a song, which is one of my top three the the songs. I've been waiting for tomorrow all of my life. Classic. Uh, I love his. I love his voice too. He's got. Oh, uh, he's dark. I he's dark. Was, well, yeah. I thought this the other day. There's when you played. Uh, we were talking about Jimi Hendrix, and, and you played a couple of his songs. There's a few artists I reckon who have got this. I think it's. I. I think it's authority. They have this mm. voice where you just think they know what they know something that you don't, mm. um, and they're 100%. almost like a almost like a sage i think Jimi hendrix definitely had that he just channeled this kind of um it was like it was like from another it was like he was coming from another dimension and uh, yeah that's right it's like like i'm here to to enlighten you on what's on the other side or something and then then jimmy hendrix jim Jim morrison as well but you said jim morrison yeah jimmy hendrix sorry yeah yeah. uh well no i meant jimmy hendrix yeah yeah um jim Jim morrison was the same yeah yeah uh, and I think there's a few rappers who probably have that similar air of authority. Um, but yeah, I think Matt Johnson is definitely like that. I remember just obsessing over Mind Bomb, the album, and like probably a bit overly, took it a bit overly seriously because there's a lot, there is a little bit of 
pompousness in 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 the lyrics but i I remember him being interviewed on triple j back in the day and he was just so arrogant in this interview which i think it it will hopefully bring some of that to the dinner party because a bit of arrogance is is pretty oh absolutely Um, we i think i mentioned this in a previous episode we saw him a couple of years ago and yeah i mean he was still just gold and yeah the other thing going back to morrissey um you know, Morrissey, uh, you're not even invited, mate. But okay, <laughs> no. But mind the the oh. mind bomb era. Uh, the the um, Johnny Marr was in the band. So. Yeah, that's Oof. right. Yeah, fuck Bloody hell. hell. That's, that's that's some guitar gold. That's right a heavy there. hitter. That's a heavy hitter right there. Yeah. Um, um no, so good I, choice. I'm gonna good go. Choice. I'm gonna do a little a quick a quick little whip through okay two more surfers um steve pesman and matt warshaw and i'm going to put them into a bundle and they are basically the documenters the documenters the sages the curators um uh of of surf history that uh, i think it's yeah um and i've got a little quote here from george orwell um, which says that the most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of their history. Wow. And, uh, you know, Orwellian literature will, uh, will attest to the fact that great um, uh, totalitarian regimes, their number one, uh, their number one aim is to, to, obliterate history right because it's with it's with history that we that we have our um passions that we that we maintain our routines that we maintain our rituals and if you can obliterate history you can crush the humanity crush the human wow well that's yeah that's that's amazing i was actually watching a a doco on the on the rise of the nazis uh yesterday and they showed that classic sort of book burning scenes you know with, with yeah the, and that's it they're, they're, trying, they're trying to erase erase knowledge erase history and then you think of that you know trump didn't have to burn books literally but he he just basically discredited or tried to discredit history and knowledge um, uh, i mean and, and on a on a very positive note um it seems that uncle grandpa joe yeah. is uh he's doing all sorts of crazy good stuff at the moment Let, let's hope that lasts yeah so <laughs> no i i think yeah i mean matt Warshaw. i just listened to an interview with him on uh we look sideways which i hadn't listened to before mm, and you I, told I, me about that i, I really enjoyed that I, I, the host seems really cool i'm not actually sure of his name but quite a, a erudite and um an insightful host but matt mm. Warshaw too fascinating character well um, i mean he, he is so dedicated to his own art that he's given up surfing pretty much um which is yeah, quite, yeah. quite a mad thing yeah. um and i've got to say is there any is there a better internet surf site than the encyclopedia of surfing i i, I don't yeah. think so. well i basically because listen to the interview this is it was probably early in the year so hopefully he's got he, he was saying he he had two thousand subscribers yeah, I've, I've I've been subscribing for about three years now. Um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, so I was, um, I'd say, I, yeah, I, I was guilted, and I definitely signed up for the 
for the project because I think well, it's, it's only it's like it. four bucks a month or something. It's not it's yeah, not it's, much. It's really. nothing. But if that and, pays um, pays a wage to uh, keep doing it, I think it's definitely worth it. Well, and he, you know, um, he has been instrumental in uh, this little podcast as well because he's got some crazy little videos on his website, like that buttons video, which was uh, buttons doing all those crazy maneuvers to Grace Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he, oh. he, and he curates his own videos and music. So, um, right. uh, you know, if we got to get him, he, he would be a, he'd be a blast on the, uh, on mm. the, at the dinner party. And apparently he, I don't know what is in this thing, in this drink, but he loves his Manhattans. <laughs> Sounds great. Don't know what it is, but sounds good. So, and and Steve Pesman as well. Um, he's yeah, he's right. there just because he's the documenter. He's the sage, and um, that whole. Larry I'm going to put it in. Surfers as their throwaheads of mankind but, um, versus he's, the he's whole quote about the, the dance versus um, the irresponsible um, sector of mankind, and. Uh, he described the highest destiny of man on earth as a form of existence in the universe as evolving towards a purely aesthetic state. That was the goal, the highest possible goal that man could attain as a, as a species. And, and, and funnily enough, the link between Pesman's dance and Kate Bush, who is another one of my guesses, guests, um, you know, if there's anyone who dances and talks about the dance more in music, uh, it, there cannot be anyone more than, than Kate Bush. Oh my god, yeah. Um, she's yeah, that uh, Wuthering Heights, um, kind of what do you call that dance? Interpretive kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's like it's like she's been possessed by wolves or or something. <laughs> so good. Um, Where are you? Give me a musician. Okay. Uh, well, I had uh, I had uh, Jack Black, um, just for his like you know I've I've said this multiple times before how I I appreciate I think humor is underrated in in music and. Uh, and perhaps even in surfing, uh, you know, I think with Vaughn's uh, pre-scrubber, that shows some of that humour. In absolutely, it's definitely needed. But yeah, I, I the the Tenacious D's first album, the eponymous kind of album, I think it was, uh, is just gold. It is so fun to listen to. But there is some crazy good, you know, guitar, metal slash rock, just fun stuff in it and uh and the lyrics i mean god yeah just hilarious and um i don't know i just think he jack black i actually met him very briefly um, um from, got about two words out of him which is great he, and he yeah i think he's he'd be very fun to have at the dinner table you know is um, that is that that album not like a cartoon or something oh um, I, I, I just vaguely remember there's a Tenacious D cartoon. Maybe I'm tripping. Oh, there I'm could sure. be. There could be. I don't know. But, um, yeah, basically um, sending up um, heavy metal and all the, the wankery. Um, well, the, the, only, the only comparison that I can, well, two comparisons I could make would be one, obviously, uh, Spinal Tap. 
Um, But the other one is Mr. Bungle, um, because Mr. Bungle was was kind of a similar thing that uh, they had all... Yeah, I mean, but they kind of wrapped all sorts of weird shit up into it, like, you know, carnival music and circuses and... uh, yeah. Hardcore, reason, hardcore pornography and <laughs> out of all music in in music kind of scares me a bit i don't know it's that creepy uh, I think, clown I think feeling ca- carnival but, carnival music in any form of life is it's like clowns that yeah as you said it's that they should be banished to another kingdom uh yeah so i got jack black and the last one on my list is um Oh, I did mention Palm Olive from the Splits. That's the show from the Slits. Just great kind of um, in-your-face female punk. And mm. uh, yeah, ninety the Observer. So we got some nice dub. And I think he'll he'll be great later on when the party turns a bit. Um, you know, we get onto the dance floor and have a bit of. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, 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 and I um I just said before you know Kate Bush is is. Uh, uh, is another one of my invitees and uh, just personally I, I think that that's, there's something about Kate Bush that it's like she 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 brings us this whole idea of innocence and mm. the, possi- the possibility of life without boundaries the, the, the childlike view of the world um, as this kind of endless opportunity of hope, I don't know. Um, She's like an angel. Well, she is. She is, and the the, the you know, in, she incorporates classical literature into her into her songs, and 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 has this, you know, I mean, her her videos, as you you mentioned before, the Wuthering Heights video is just crazy, but the cloud bursting is just. Um, the cloud bursting is just a, a total it's kind of like this this youthful joy that that you you know imagine having donald sutherland building you a fucking cloud machine it would just i mean is there anything better in life for a child to for donald than donald sutherland taking you to the top of a hill and pumping out clouds out of a machine i mean fuck me that's just like that's gold right that's it that's a classic <laughs> Um, well, because it's interesting going back to PJ Harvey, I, I actually and the album "Let England Shake," again, it's just basically a, a war album, um, but a, a beautiful, a beautifully sung one. And I actually did think of how to describe that album, and it, and it was a cross between Kate Bush and Dan Carlin's hardcore history. So. <laughs> I love that. Mate, that is fucking awesome. That is gold. Yeah, yeah. That is fucking gold. Um, um, so it, I think I've done my mus- musical list. Uh, I well, no, it, just just a, one one other thing about Kate Bush. Um, uh, the man with the child in his eyes, if you've heard that song. Oh, I mean, you know, I just like innocent, innocence and yeah. inspiration. I mean, and 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 the last thing about Kate Bush in in my third favorite a third of her of my favorite songs of her um running up that hill and she's there's this amazing line it says tell me we both matter don't we and it's just this this kind of oh. like this, this yeah it, I mean it, it um 
just like Neil Young, it's it's almost it, the tears well up in in your oh. eyes. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> now I've got well, I've got two more um, very quickly. So surf wise, yep. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm inviting Simon Anderson and Terry Fitzgerald as a couple. I don't think they'll like that's it. Great. But they have to come. Well, one of them. One of them has to decide who's going to wear the dress. Um, uh, you're not basically, going to get much out of Simon, I reckon. But well, no, or, or maybe Fitzy. Maybe. I don't think you're going to get. They're. they're I, I. I both. I, I wrote that. You know, they're both innovators. They're artisans. They're trailblazers. They're both from the same fucking beach. Um, crazy. Yeah. And yet, with different paths, they're, they're both belligerent as all get out opinionated and you know with reason um mm -hmm. and they are two of the utmost ever surface shapers if not i mean mm. can you can you they're probably is there are there two better surface shapers than fitzy and and simon i don't think so mr and jerry lopez for starters you idiot that's interesting. Yeah, no. Well, I, yeah. Um, interestingly, who, Matt who, Warshaw spoke, spoke about um, McTavish and Farrelly back in the day. Right. Um, and that, that seems like that was probably a similar, I, I wouldn't have, <gasps> I don't think Simon and Simon and, and um, Fitz, uh, Terry Fitzgerald were rivals as such, do you think? They, no, they because I think uh, Terry Fitzgerald so was about five years before Simon. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, God, the legacy of those. It, it's funny that you should, because I was I was trying to remember, remember something earlier, but when we were talking about the mid-lengths, oh, yeah. I, I remember being out your local break, the southern end, and it was a solid six-foot day. You were out there, definitely. Um, like, way out, quite, quite oh, yeah. good, really good surf. And Midget was out there on a prototype, mid-length but i mean it wasn't a mid-length it must have been he this is before obviously he died a couple of years ago now but this would have been oof, coming up to 10 years ago yeah. and he was he was riding these kind of like eight foot short boards i don't know if you remember these fucking beautiful beautiful hand-shaped essentially it was like a, you got a short board and pumped it up yeah, and he right. was he was i mean fuck he would how old was he, he was 65 plus and he was yeah, and ripping, just yeah. ripping, taking out, taking off on waves way out the back, and you know, fuck. I mean, that you know, Midget was so far ahead of his time on every yeah. level. Well, interestingly, Matt Warshaw said, you know, out of all the historic, because he was asked, you know, is there any history that you've discovered that was has maybe been sort of in with you know maybe the emphasis was on was misplaced or, or or basically incorrect like the the credit was given to the wrong people perhaps and yeah. he reckoned that the one instance he can think of for that is mctavish and farrelly he reckoned mctavish got maybe too much credit for the shortboard revolution he reckoned and farrelly was perhaps making better boards but he just didn't have nat young in his you know in his corner he was and they were they were kind of enemies at the time almost weren't they yeah that's right and i think um yeah that that's that's really fascinating and i think they were pretty much on the same beach as well 
developing their boards. Yeah, um, isn't that crazy? It, it's pretty and crazy. So what? What the funny thing I is, and and, well, and literally, you've you've got Midget and Nat and Simon and Terry Fitz, and they literally all on the same beach because that beach stretches hmm. from. Yeah, I mean it's mind blowing, mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and my last my last guy is Tom Curran, of course. Uh, we've talked about him, and my last um, uh, musician is Chuck D from. Uh, oh my god! Public Enemy. Um, political to the last, full of rage. Fuck you. His beats are so hard, so tough. <laughs> Quick thing before we finish, um, hit album titles. How's this for four albums? It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Fear of a black planet. How you sell soul to soulless people who sold their soul. <laughs> That's good. Mo- most of my heroes still don't appear on no stamp. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I got it. Yeah. And, um, my one of my top three public enemy songs is starts off black steel in the hour of chaos i got a letter from the government the other day i opened it and read it it said they were suckers (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, they wanted Uh, me for they wanted me for their army or whatever picture me giving a damn i said never Man, hey, I mean, he, talk about authority. He liked it. Uh, you know. I mean, and 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 the the most amazing thing there's there's a number of bands that have done this. Uh, the Happy Mondays did it well, as well, where you've got this kind of the the sage and the clown, you know, like Flavor Flav. Um, yeah, it, that's, essentially that's good. Actually, yeah, yeah. The the foil, you know, he's he's the foil, but um, it just yeah. it works so well. Absolutely. That's that's good actually. I never thought of that. It's almost like the uh, the sidekick and the and the kind of the hero. Mm, mm. Um, Batman yeah. and Robin. <laughs> I don't I don't think Chuck I don't think Chuck D would like being um, compared to Batman and compared Robin. Compared to Batman and Robin, he'd probably come. Um, he'd probably come. He'd probably come and punch me in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think I, I think I've I've listed all my all my people um, Mate, I, th- I think we've i think we've we've done and dusted we can drop the mic and go to bed okay do it i've do you want to do a quick quiz i got two questions absolutely okay um okay this is not exactly related to to the dinner party um so the quiz question musically what english pop group formed in wagga wagga in 1980 Wow. English pop group. Yeah. Nineteen eighty Australia. Ooh. Wow. Uh, I, 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 can I ask for a couple of clues? 
Um, well, no, can I, is, is it like a new romantic group? Maybe call them that. Yeah. The, the, there's, a, there's a male and a female. And the female. Um, the Thompson about... twins. Oh, no. Um, the female was spoken about. Oh, wow. In Sorry, I've Wagga just Wagga. It. Sorry. No way. Yeah, apparently they're on, they're, they're on tour with, as a different band. Ah. And they weren't happy. And they just said, Wagga Wagga, you know inspiration i've been to wagga wagga and i would not be happy either <laughs> just being in wagga you'd form a, you'd form a pop duo there i'd do something i'd do something yeah. drastic just to get out of there okay i've got one question for the quiz okay okay who is and this is not someone who's coming to the to the dinner but they they were almost invited right and they come in they're definitely coming to the after party and they are still alive therefore Okay, this person, this is a quote. A rocker, a brooder, a loner, a knife carrier, a hellcat, a wildcat, a storm child, a refugee from the frightened city of Detroit. And it's a woman. God. It's a woman. Wow. Wow. Um, I'll give you a clue. Is it? Okay, a little clue. No, no go, go. To, Go I was going to say Aretha Franklin, but that's not right. I don't know. No, this is a rocker. A rocker. Mm. Oof, a female rocker. Joan Jett. Ooh, mate, oh, mate. Oh, hang on. Susie Quattro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. How's that? A knife carrier, a hellcat, a wildcat, a storm child. Storm child. Love so it. Yeah, she's awesome. All right, question okay, two. One more question. Okay, mm. this is actually related to Jack Black. Um, okay. Oh, actually, I, I did have a quote from Jack Black. He actually, this is so funny. He uh, he tried surfing. He, he grew up in uh, Hermosa Beach in Los Angeles. And he just says, uh, this is Jack Black talking about growing up as a in the surf culture of Hermosa Beach. It was very much a surfer town, but I never fit in with the surfer crowd, Jack Black said. I tried going surfing with some friends, but I had a bad experience. I got a horrible rash on my chest and belly from paddling my ass off and not being able to catch any waves. And that was it. I never surfed again. (laughs) (laughs) But but my question about Jack is, um, uh, what type of sausage does Jack Black sing about suggestively in one of his Tenacious D songs? I know this. I know this. Uh no. Uh, no, I I I do know it, but I can't remember. What is it's, it? Um it's the Kiel Bassa sausage. <laughs> That's a pretty stupid question there, right? Uh, uh, yeah. There you go. Okay, I I have I've just I've just made up an, the last question. Um oh, how how many world titles did Tom, Tom Curran win? Oh, uh, was it two? No, it was three. Three? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just... And uh, a little, a little factoid. Um, his third yeah. title, his third title, which was nineteen ninety one, I believe. Um, he won the world title, surfing through the trials. Oh, of course. Without yeah. a sponsor. No way. Mm. 
That's pretty good. Has that been done before? No, I, I don't think it's been done since awesome. either. No. Oh, wow. So, you know, fuck. Karen, I mean, it's there's Karen and mm. it's funny because, you know, like Andy Irons is so eulogized, but, uh, and uh, yeah, okay, rightly so. He, he if, you, if you think about Karen and the fact that Karen is so stylish without even thinking, and Andy was as well, but, mm. you know, Karen's still with us and still surfing better than ever. So we should be eulogizing the current. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you know, um, the funny, th the funny thing is that, you know, you've got, you've got Oki who, as I said previously still is ripping. And I guess the other, the other person you'd compare him with is, is TC and, you know, TC had his demons and had his, his drug, uh, well-documented drug problems mm, yeah but Karen seems to have just managed his drug issues and just seems to have just found a happy place with his uh because he's he must be a pothead or something i mean he's, he's he can't be just a straight straighty 180 that's got to be impossible you don't talk to moss you, you just don't talk to moss on on a normal program well and and, and actually yeah, get something back from the moss as well. <laughs> get a reply. That's it. That's it. <laughs> on 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 that note, mate, I think I'm going to um, uh, go and talk to some moss. Yeah, why not? Um, well, it's always a pleasure talking talking with this Stan. Um, yeah, mate. Yeah, Dazza B. This is it, it's it's been a long time, and uh, COVID. I, I blame COVID. Um, I blame COVID for everything. Uh, yeah yeah um and well, COVID can go fuck itself and we are going to record very very soon again yeah yeah i think so yeah and i'm yeah i'm i'm loving i love that chat just just to i don't know the dinner party has always been a a fun concept mm, I th i'm mm. thinking we we could maybe go ultra specific next like just oh, absolutely just pick one little thing and just obsess over it I, I think actually, I think, I think actually, <laughs> Neil Young's sideburns could be. Maybe, maybe, maybe they should be the only people, only thing invited. Um, I think we could do a whole episode on just Tom Curran. Okay. It's a challenge. How, how about that? Done. Lock it in. All right. Homework. Top, anything you can think of that links Tom Curran with the world of surf and music and fuck this. Actually, yeah, I, okay. I wrote I wrote this in my notes. Is there any? I don't think there's another. I don't think there's another more accomplished surfer and musician, personally. Jack Johnson. Mm. Yeah, Sorry. but he's a he's a no. twat. Yeah. <laughs> I know he rips, but yeah. You know, I wrote a song about Jack Johnson. It's actually oh. the only song I've recorded. I have, to, I have to pull that out one day. Mate, save that for next next app. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, brother. Well, that's, looking for that. Tommy Curran, we're, um, full immersion. Let's that's do it. it. Next episode. Okay. Ciao. See you, brother. Bye. Thanks for sticking it out to the end of another epic, long episode of Soundwaves. We hope to see you again very soon to talk about Tommy Curran and everything that he embodies. Get shacked, 
get in the ocean and just remember, as Nietzsche said, the mother of excess is not joy, but joylessness. You. Big long gone. 